I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. When the first trailer for Cloud Atlas came out earlier this year, it tipped the temporal scales at 5 minutes 41 seconds. That seemed excessive, but you can understand the trailer's length once you've seen the movie, with its running time of just under three hours and its six interwoven, interlocking storylines in six separate time frames. The movie is beautifully photographed and elegantly crafted. Unfortunately, though, it plays like a gargantuan trailer for a movie still to be made. A movie that, given the same ratio, would be 86 hours long. Everything is connected, this film tells us, our lives, our loves, our fates. Yet its disconnections are so frequent and befuddling that we're left with fascinating fragments, an intermittent sense of something cosmic going on, and a guessing game about which actors are which, as they reappear beneath slatherings of latex makeup to illustrate the theme of reincarnation. The cast includes Tom Hanks, Halle Berry, Susan Sarandon, and Hugh Grant. The stories begin in 1850 with an American notary on an island-hopping voyage in the South Pacific, and they end, before looping back on themselves, in Hawaii after an apocalypse. The film was directed by Andy Wachowski and Lana Wachowski of The Matrix fame and the German filmmaker Tom Tickver. They did the adaptation of David Mitchell's celebrated novel. The book is structurally complex, but it's a cornucopia of literary styles, distinctive voices, and a time-traveling story that keeps revisiting the same themes, power and predation, fall and rise, constraint and freedom. The movie is something else, although exactly what it is is hard to say since its themes are diffuse. The visual style ranges from mundane to flat-out magnificent, and some of the actors switch genders in what comes to be a running stunt and a distracting one. At the very least, the screen version of Cloud Atlas is a defiant oddity. By defying dramatic conventions, it defies you to stay emotionally connected. Whenever a fragment threatens to come to fruition, suddenly whammo, another fragment takes its place. That's the sort of thing that music videos do all the time, so you might think the quick cuts would work here too, but the movie works worst, in fact, as a cutting-edge entry in the new media race and best in old-fashioned ways that the movie's pioneered. One sequence amounts to an anthology of chases and cliffhangers, and it plays brilliantly. Another turns on a slapstick jailbreak in the spirit of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Still another, set in 2144 in a soulless Korea, is the essence of big-screen grandeur, bedazzling in its design and compelling in the plight of its heroine, a beautiful robot who awakens to the possibilities of being human. We've seen that before in Blade Runner and elsewhere, but it's good to see it again and great to feel something deeply in the course of a long, cool-hearted spectacle. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.